Going Yamitators, episode 196 with Katie Dahl. This episode was so awesome. We talked about weed. We talked about the batch. Rate it, review it, give it a give it five stars. Say whatever you want about the show. Um, you know, hopefully it's positive. But uh, tell two people if you if you like it, and um, you know, get ready to yam it up. With me and Katie Dahl. seals oh in san diego no it no. was up there those are like seals, seals those are sea like lions this, right but then the elephant seals look like you know futurama right you yeah. heard of a little but, show called futurama yeah, but where where are they located <laughs> it was um shit i can't remember the name of the town now oh here it was like san simeon Okay. San Simeon. This is from the NorCal. This is from the hotel where they put us up at. Is that like NorCal or near Sacramento or like? Um, it was like a little north of Pismo. Oh yeah, I know where that is. Absolutely. I went. I took a little road trip to Morro Bay, uh, which is kind of near Pismo Beach. It's pretty up there. Yeah, I used to live in Central Coast. Mm Mm-hmm. Santa Maria, Santa Maria Orchid represent. (laughs) We were recording already. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. Are you just laughing at yourself because you're like mischievous? No, I mean like your your reaction was priceless to it. Of course, uh, uh, of me, course. Let me turn off my phone. Now. Okay, no you problem. Know, I don't want to be rude. Should I say hi to everyone? Mm-hmm. Hi everyone. Sure. I'm Katie Dahl. Hmm. There we go. I'm in airplane mode now. All right. Ready to rock. Yeah. I do that when I go into movies, too. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm not turning my phone all the way off, but I'll put it in airplane mode, of course. Because it's a hassle when you have to turn it back on, and then it has <laughs> yeah. to, like, reboot itself. It takes, like, seven hours to reboot. I'm like, what is all this information that you need to reboot? <sighs> Just go to Google. Yeah. Ask Bing. AskJeeves.com. Yeah. You, you remember that one, right? Ask Jeeves. Yeah, actually, I remember... <laughs> About.com. No, I remember Ask Jeeves. I was in the hardcore... I really liked Ask Jeeves. Yeah. I feel like... I don't remember... I feel like I was like 13 or 14, and like Google and Yahoo and all these other search engines came out, and I was like, no, I like Ask Jeeves, because I liked the little butler Yeah, that was on there. He delivers the information on a silver platter. Yeah. Hello, I'm Jeeves. Is this the information you wanted? And it just seemed more polite, because it was like, you had to ask a question. You could... You couldn't just type in just the words. That'd be funny if you asked Jeeves, you're just like, computer prices. And Jeeves is like, I'm sorry, it wasn't in the form of a question. I don't understand. Exactly. It's like if someone asks me a favor, I'm like, uh, can you say please? Please, Jeeves, please. (laughs) Wow. What what a throwback. Yeah, that was good. Ask Jeeves. I'll always remember. Like, it was like a red page right 
Yes. And then he and he was wearing a tuxedo. Tux, like very, super, very dapper. And he had he had a silver platter with a cloche on it. A cloche. And the only reason why I know what a cloche is, it's those metal things that like reveal whatever's underneath or keep it safe from whatever, is from a Dairy Queen commercial. <laughs> That you watched? Uh-huh. And they used the word cloche? Cloche. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, like, whoever's running their ads right now is, like, doing pretty good. Because it was, like, some some guy, and he's, like, revealing some meal deal or something. And then, um, he puts this thing on the table, and then they go, what's that? And he goes, this is a cloche. And this is the meal, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That is so weird. Wow. And then it was like, um, really? All day? And he's like, open to cloche. And I'm like, alright. Yeah. Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. Get a blizzard today at Dairy Queen. I mean, who knew you needed to like look at Urban Dictionary to understand a Dairy Queen commercial? Hey. Cloche it up, you know? <laughs> it's cloching time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of, like, shut it down, it's like, yeah, I won that shit. Close it down. <laughs> close it down, cover it up, it's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can close down this podcast right now. I've no! Already, I've already won it. We just started. Um, I what, even... uh, okay, so, yes. so, uh, um, what, let's see. No, how long have you been doing comedy for? How long have I been doing comedy? Um... I guess I it had started in 2011. Okay. Um, do you want to know like history of Katie and comedy, or like what do you want to know? Yeah, like what uh, what sparked it all? What made you go like, all right, I want to make people laugh. I want to like make people feel things. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I started out being like a air quotes since you can't see me. Uh, <laughs> Real actor. Serious actor. Uh, I'm from L.A. Uh, I'm, I'm a native to L.A., so mm-hmm. I'm a unicorn mm-hmm. okay. in that way. Um, started doing commercials and TV in high school, went to NYU, studied drama, came back, blah, 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 blah. Um, so when I came back from college... What I got, plays were you in at NYU? Do you, were you in plays and stuff? Um, yeah, I trained at Stella Adler. Okay. Um, and to be totally honest... I've never been to New York, by the way. This oh. is just a curiosity question. You've never been to New York? Right. I've... I've only been to the little sliver with Niagara Falls. Doesn't count. I know it doesn't count. That's not no. It's not okay. New York. It doesn't well, count. <laughs> you need to go to New York. It is an amazing city. I want to. I've never. I've never been able to go. Well, I'm gonna put it out in the universe right now. New York. That Doug needs to get a job that brings him to New York. Uh, I'll get a job in New York. I'll get a job in L.A. I'll yeah. get a job in Chicago. You know, wherever. But you know, what? let me drift into your job and. Then... <laughs> job but she like you like book a show over there or you book a yeah you know, something that, that flies you over there drift me into your world and i will make everybody laugh and if they don't then that's their own decision but that's also yeah. their own problem so well, anyway <laughs> tangents of course uh so yeah i did that came back um oh to answer uh, what, what what place did i do while i was in new york yeah um because i was in acting school it was just mostly like scene study and stuff okay. like that i did a lot of short films uh, for NYU student filmmakers. Okay. To the point where, like, NYU film kids who I didn't know would see me in the hall would be like, I saw you in every film at that screening. Oh, nice. Like, Ooh. Yeah, so I was always kind of a, a dork in that way. I've always been really into film. Yeah. So, 
came what, out were, what were some of the titles of those short films? What were some of the titles? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, there was one. I don't remember the titles, but I remember what happened in them. Okay. Uh, one of my friends, Ned, who I'm still very good friends with, Ned Johnson, if you're out there. Ned! Uh, I'll send him this. He's great. Uh, he did a short film where, um, like, it starts out live action, and then it turns into claymation. And, yeah, cool. Uh, I take these drugs at the beginning, yeah. and then it turns into a claymation version of me, and I go on this whole acid trip. Uh, and I think that was my favorite one I did, just because, like, maybe, like, in an egotistical way, I was just really excited to see a claymation version of myself. Um... That's a lot of work, too. Like, he's very talented. Whew. You know, like Wallace and Gromit level animation. Yeah. Have you seen Wallace and Gromit? Yeah. Yeah. That was a big Close shave. Um, uh, what's the moon one called? A Day Out? A Day Out. Yes, yes. Um, I don't remember. Like, I, I just remember, like, that gadget. The wrong pants? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, I feel like my favorite thing was the fact that he had that gadget where he, it was... Um, you know, he'd press the button, and then it was all these different things to help him get ready in the morning with yeah. him, without him actually having to do anything. Yeah. Shaved him and brushed his teeth. It, like There was a hatch that would drop him out of his bed into, like, the chair. To and through, into his clothes, too. Yeah. Like, it would dress him. <laughs> and it would make his toes into everything. I was like, this is some ingenuity. <laughs> you have to say, you're a really good audience. Thanks. I uh, I like I like stories. I like I'm interested in people, and you know I hope it comes off in conversation. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay, I'm gonna make this Cliff's Notes version. Although I guess I don't have to make it a Cliff's Notes no. version because this is a podcast. And this, like, seriously, the rules of this podcast are like fucking whatever tangents. Like when it, it's over, when it's over. Long form, but I do baby. have like a couple questions. One of them I did throw out. I don't know if you caught it. Yes, I I, I got it, and I'm trying to get to the end of it. So that you can have your moment to shine in this in this world. Uh, so came back to LA mm-hmm. and um, I got cast in a play in NoHo. I lived in the NoHo Arts District for a while, mm-hmm. um, and it was called One Night Stands. Uh, it's written and directed by Paul Story Allen. It's actually the longest running scripted comedy in LA. Yeah, um, I was. It was a rotating cast, so I wasn't okay. in it the entire time it was running, but. I, feel like it ran for at least six or seven years with a rotating cast, which Whoa. is crazy. Yeah. Um, the premise is that it's a bunch of vignettes put together uh, to make a play, yeah. and each vignette is a different couple in a circumstance involving a one-night stand. Okay. So, you know, either leading up to it or after it, gay, straight, yeah. everything in between. Yeah. Just real fun. Very sexual, very raunchy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got into this play, and I did the play for a year and a half. I played every character in not not at once but you know yeah. throughout the year and a half i play every character in there and it was just like a boot camp of learning how to make people laugh and yeah. suddenly people were telling me that i was funny and i'd never really had that before like i had acted in some comedic roles but i had never been in front of a live audience like learning how to get the laugh and do the timing mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. and then everybody was like you need to do improv you need to take class at ucp and i was like <laughs> i put my nose up to them I said, you know, I don't do unscripted work. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> if it's not scripted, it's not worth it. Yeah. This is, it's not worth my time I or just, efforts. Because <laughs> I had just come out of a conservatory and I really thought of myself 
as above everyone else, which I really... Good day. I don't anymore, for the record. Uh, then finally, I, re- I saw a lot of my friends doing this, and it seemed like they were all having fun, and everybody kept talking to me about it. So I said, okay, yeah. I'll try. Yeah. And of course, I loved it. Uh, went to UCB, did the whole improv program through, um, you know, advanced study, and uh, I formed a team, my first improv team, Eagle Beagle, shout out to them. <laughs> Uh, Eagle Beagle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we started doing shows at the old clubhouse, like the clubhouse when it was on El Centro. Uh, oh, I don't know. I, I don't do you know. know the clubhouse in general? Yeah, the one that's over by it's Johns a, and Fatburger? Yeah, so it's in a yeah. shitty strip mall now. Before, it was in a weird, dark alley. <laughs> I actually liked that location better because it felt like a speakeasy. Okay. You know? Yeah, like secret code yeah. come on in when i when, he, when i had shows there i had to put instructions or like text people instructions but like, okay so you're gonna come off of santa monica Boulevard, you're gonna turn to el centro then there's a metal gate open the gate go down second door on the left like it was that detailed there's gonna be a guy named jim you ask him where's the party he's gonna tell he's gonna wave you in you tell him you tell the person at the door cheeseburger sandwich I know, there's no such thing as a cheeseburger sandwich. That's why it's the password. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, basically. Uh, and, and you, you know what's so bad about the, the password being cheeseburgers? I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. I can't even eat cheeseburgers, man. And so every time you were typing the password, you're like, oh, why does the password have to involve just, cheese? I was just like a lactate. I've seen that in the old days. Like an old lady. Uh, Do you still indulge in cheese whenever, but like lactate it up? No, I no, no I, <laughs> I, I, when I was a child, I drank whole milk and I would eat like a whole bowl of coffee ice cream every night. Mm. And then once I got into college, it was just like my body turned on me. And you're like, and what the have, hell? Couldn't have dairy anymore. So you're like, what the hell? Genes that change every seven years, right? Right. right? Yeah. yeah, you're a whole new person every seven years. <laughs> It's crazy. It makes so, me happy, though, when I think back on, like, ex-boyfriends that I don't like, because I'm like, oh, that was a different person that was with you. I'm not that person anymore. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant now, so <laughs> I'm, like, different. I'm new. Uh, oh, yeah, so I did um, improv, and then... Eagle uh, Beagle. Eagle Beagle, Pizza Cat Cat. Um, I was on a... Sh- <laughs> uh, MDT. I was on a lot of... You know how it is with the improv team names. They're so weird. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> got into sketches. Started uh, writing sketches and filming them. I taught myself how to film and edit. And uh, I was on a house sketch team at the Pack Theater for a long time okay. uh, called Turnco. Um, yeah. And so we're, that's kind of my, been my journey. And now um, I'm hosting... I host The Scramble, which is every Sunday. Okay. Um, at the Pack Theater. It's a variety show. Yeah. So That's we, nearby, like, right? Oh, it's right here. It's on Theater <laughs> Row. Um, it's basically like Santa Monica and Vine-ish. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a true variety show. We have live music, improv, comedy, stand-up, whatever. Yeah. We even have burlesque acts. <laughs> we had a guy who juggled some knives one time. Ooh. We've had a clown. I mean, we've, we've got everything. Um, That's why it's the scramble. It's all See, of it mixed together. You get it. Hey. I'm Thank here. You. I'm with you. I get it. You get it. <laughs> we gotta have you on the show. All right. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Um, uh, yeah, we'll 
we could talk about it after. Okay, I know. I just, <laughs> I just publicly wanted to but say, yeah, I, thank you. Come, yeah. come be with us. Yeah, so it's every Sunday at twelve, um, and that's a really fun show. I host it with um, my uh, really good friends Erica Curry and and Rashir. Cool. Uh, we started it two years ago, and it's been going really strong. Nice. Um, and that show has led me to do a lot of other stuff because. Um, I had never really done stand-up or, like, been on stage by myself before doing that show, mm-hmm. and I just knew that I wanted to, like, put together a cool show, but then, <laughs> you know, in between the acts, I start telling jokes in between the acts yeah. and kind of whatever, so then... And then people go, you're funny, you want to, uh, do this show over here? I, I let other people like, say that yeah. about me, I don't like to go around <laughs> to tell you how funny I am, but yes, people have, um, asked me to start... Uh, <laughs> You're like, because you related that story that yes has been said to me yes <laughs> uh, basically so yeah people started asking me to do stand up and storytelling shows so I've been um, doing that uh, you know I, I like to say because I was doing a lot of improv and sketch and I've mo- been moving more into solo stuff so that was Destiny's Child and now I'm ready to be Beyonce uh, and I'm in my Beyonce period of uh, my comedy career yeah awesome awesome so, so what uh what are some things in a comedy that you would love to do that you ha- haven't done yet? Mm. And it doesn't just have to be, like, one thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, I would love to develop, um, like, more longer-form stuff with my stand-up because um, I'm, I'm a baby stand-up. I haven't done that many shows yet. <laughs> and um, I don't have one-liners. I have, like, stories, right. you know. But... Yeah. Um, the most I've done so far, I'm embarrassed to say probably, but most I've done is like 10 minutes, you know? And like, I would love to just, you know, get more long form, do some bigger clubs. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think I'm I'm a filmmaker as well. Yeah. So I don't know if this counts as like doing a thing in comedy, but um, yeah, I have a, a dramedy, a short film that I wrote, which I am uh, in the process of um, pre-production on yeah. that. So, uh, that's like the big main goal in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, not the comedy's not great. I do it for fun and I get all my artistic yayas out, <laughs> but, um, you know, I don't know if I ever really saw myself as a road comic. Like my ideal life has never included yeah. me in lonely hotel rooms on and, the road. And there's not even, there's not like one way to do it. Like <laughs> there's not one road where you go like, I'm going to start doing this exact thing and then I will be on Netflix with a special. Like there's, yeah. it, there's no one road. There's so many different ways. And like, there are, I mean, Maria Bamford, look at her mm-hmm. and her, her show lady dynamite. Yeah. I love that show. It's so, much. so good. When does the next season start? I don't know. I think it's to, I think it's maybe this month. I'd have to Google it, but my phone is on airplane mode because I am a polite <laughs> podcast. So um, thank you. You guys can all thank Google you. that. Um, I actually saw her recently. Um, cool. Where at? She was at the clubhouse. Oh, nice. Um, oh, I think I saw a picture of the, uh, uh, yeah, a picture of that on Facebook or something. She um, so she does a thing where whenever she's testing out new material, for those of you who live in LA, mm-hmm. um, she goes to usually rents out space at the clubhouse like on weekday afternoons like at four or five in the afternoon yeah. and she'll uh do a whole hour That's and it's so only five awesome. bucks and you can go watch yeah and i uh i'm a big fan of hers and i had seen her one other time at the pack theater and had met her and she's really sweet and i saw this was happening so i went yeah i brought my friend uh who he's like He's like a beautiful male model who wants to do stand-up. So I, I was like, oh, well, why don't you come watch Maria with me? And I was like, watch one of the greats. 
And uh, at the beginning of the show, she said, are there any female comics in the audience who have five minutes who want to open for me? Huh. And I did not think, like, like immediately all of the muscles in my body just tensed up, and I was like, Mm-mm, not me. Um, and I was hoping that there was someone else in there who actually <clears throat> has done more stand-up than me that would go up there, but it was a very uncomfortable, like, 30 seconds that went by, and yeah. not one person raised their hand. And there were a lot of women up there, too, yeah, you yeah. know? So finally, like, Maria was like, all right, well, I guess, and I, I didn't want her to feel badly that no one wanted to open for her. Yeah. So I just ran up there and uh, she was just really gracious and really sweet and I had nothing prepared. <laughs> so I just like told some um, told some stories uh, that were that you know involved some uh, bodily fluids. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know some sex jokes and just some gross stuff but like funny you know um and it worked out but it, yeah it was it was a blur uh mm-hmm. and then i got to watch her and getting to see her do everything is great yeah i love watching her live and did she talk to you after about um you know she <laughs> did an irish goodbye okay which i think was very wise at the end of the show i'm sure a bunch of people who went were super fans and she probably doesn't want to stay and take photos yeah. so she just peaced out yeah which is fine. Totally understandable. Um, but I had gotten to uh, meet her like a month before at the Pack Theater, and she was just a peach. Yeah. She's just a really lovely woman. Yeah, she's so nice. I met her um, at this show at Rockwell Table and Stage. Yeah. Um, she did that show one time. What was it? Was it her show, or was it just like a, a bunch of comics? Um, it was like a weekly show on a Thursday or something. And it was her and, like, a, a handful of more. Andrew Santino was on that show, too. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, what what I really love about her, especially the Lady Dynamite show, is just that um, she's able to take her, like, personal struggles and mental illness and all of this stuff that's really dark and, uh, and make it so here. funny. Yeah, here you so go. So relatable. <laughs> um, and the show is very nonlinear. You know, mm-hmm. it exists in two different worlds. Yep. Or three different worlds. Yeah. She's also, she's a crazy dog lady, and so am I. You know, like, I just, yeah, I feel like she's, like, my soul sister. Although she, like, I feel like she's, and I mean this as a compliment, she's way weirder than I will ever be. Like, I'm too normal, and that works against me in comedy, I think. Uh, she's just so quirky in the most wonderful way. So, um, okay, I'm going to stop fangirling over Maria Bamford, but I just, I just picture, like, uh, you're talking about how not weird you are on stage, and you're like, listen, guys, I am... Average, normal, you know? Every day, <laughs> regular. I just look like a basic white girl, you know? And hey, you went to school for uh, acting. You're back here. You're, like, trying to do stuff, make people laugh, entertain. We're all basic. We're all basic. <laughs> I, I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. There are people who are basic, and then there are people who are extra, you know? Well, we're basic as in we're, like... Um, basic humans you know we're all humans okay <laughs> on a basic sure, level sure. we are all <laughs> humans i'm using the adjective basic in the more like <coughs> modern sense to mean someone oh. who's just kind of a uh, vanilla okay although now that i say it that way i don't i'm not vanilla <laughs> i am i'm interesting i'm just not i don't have the cool like as many french quirks. vanilla sure vanilla bean 
I'm like a, uh, yeah, like a vanilla with some chocolate chips. For sure. Um, I don't know why we're talking about ice cream again, because I can't eat ice cream. Chocolate chip cookie dough? Oh, shit. Sorry. What about sorbets? You can do those, I can, right? Yeah, and vegan ice cream. Oh, okay. I'm not vegan. I eat meat, for the record. But I'm very happy that vegans exist, because now I can have all this. And it tastes like, it tastes pretty like regular, right? Like it does not taste like regular, but it tastes like regular. I mean... Like regular. Yeah. With with an air, not quotes, air quotes, but air um, tilde. Yeah. Actually, my my favorite vegan ice cream that I've had, there's a Van Leeuwen ice cream. There's like an ice cream truck. It's very... It's like $8 for a scoop. It's... What? I, I... It's not something I have very often. That and then uh, Magpies. They have like a vegan soft serve that's really good. I've seen that place. There's one in um, Silver Lake mm-hmm. near me. And then there's, I don't know where the other one is. Uh, on Hyperion, like going towards rallies. Yeah, that's that's, that's the one <laughs> that's I That's the one? Yeah. Okay. That's the there's one. like a Jersey Mike's in there now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they have a, uh, <laughs> a flavor called Corn Almond, which sounds weird. I know. But it's Ooh, it so could, good. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean... High fructose corn syrup is made out of corn. Right. <laughs> so and America's addicted to that sweet shit. Sweet corn. And they're like, boom, eat it. You boom. know you're going to eat it. Corn almond. Yeah. That does sound good. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, so what other, what else is going on in your life? I feel like, you know, I know that I'm your <laughs> guest, but I feel like I've been talking too much about me. <laughs> and, you know, to quote Bette, Bette Midler, you know, enough about me. <laughs> I want to know more about you. Tell me what you think of me. Well, so far, you're great. Okay. <laughs> I want to know about you. What's what's happening in your life? Um, you know, yeah, like uh, like I was saying before, scrambling, looking for work. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying everything. I tried. Uh, uh, I'm trying still this thing <clears throat> where I'm doing five five consecutive live streams at once, and so I combined the word stream with the word Cinco to make Streamco, which also sounds like a company, you know, for streaming. Okay. But I, at this point, I know what I'm doing with the whole the live streaming thing. So you're thing. streaming to five audiences at once? Mm-hmm. And are these audiences, like, is there a Venn diagram where all these people converge? <laughs> I don't know. And their interests all seem to come towards you? Here's, here's what it is. So one of them is Bid Chat slash Meet and Greet. They're okay. like in the middle of a name change because it started out as Bid Chat. I heard about Bid Chat, yeah. yeah. And now they're like Meet and Greet because it sounds less like you're paying when you go into it, I sure, guess. Sure, sure. Because Bid Chat, I don't know, maybe. And then uh, Toke.tv, the one that's all about weed. Twitch.tv. Yes, I know under, about that. Under Creative. With the hashtag VR kid tries to save his house okay. and save the duplex. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, let's see, YouTube Live, Facebook Live. I think that was all. I think that was five. I, I wasn't counting, but I believe you. It sounds like a lot. Yeah. Um. So but yeah. When you're on these streams, uh, do you just like tell jokes? Do you interact with people? Oh yeah, do like you... when if people so I also have all of the windows open separately so that if anyone pops on I can talk to them and like interact with their their stream and their sure. day and like Toke has a very interactive thing where like one of the things instead of hearts it's a it's a puff. It's a toke of off of a you know, off of a joint. And uh 
So there's that system, and so people are digitally getting you high. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's also like I'm smoking too. Boom. Okay. I love um, it. Yeah, and uh, also, um, listeners, uh, I have to describe to you the room that we're sitting in. There is a uh, a curtain that is from the Return of the Jedi, <laughs> which I'm really appreciating. It looks very retro. Um, and it's from my childhood. I love it. And, uh, the reason I brought this up is because of the, the, the bong. There's a bong here that's like oh, yeah. white glass with a skull on it. Oh, it's actually plastic. Here. Oh, plastic bong. Ten bucks. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I thought they only made glass ones. Isn't this going to melt? No, because the, the, the carb is uh, metal. Right. No, I see that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm momming you about your ball. I mean. Like, Honey, you're going to get, you're going to have an open flame near this, and this is plastic, and it's going to melt, and then you're going to get cancer. Okay. You know, just, if, if you need me to buy you a glass ball, I'll loan you some money. Oh, also, would you like to? No, 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 no right now. It's okay. I have to drive. And I'm like. I mean, I like weed a lot, but I'm such a baby with it that, like, I can't do anything after I've gotten high. Yeah, you'd be like, uh, and then it'll be a couple hours, and then I can drive. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just got this cool lighter, just very quick side. It has a lifetime guarantee, or warranty, I guess. Okay. So if it ever breaks, I can get a new one. <laughs> Wait, do you guys hear it? Oh my gosh, that's a, that's a creepy sound. Okay, I can't do that anymore. It's, but it's like electricity at the end of wires and it crosses over in this X. Do you see the X that it makes? Yeah, I don't like it. But Doug it, is pointing this lighter at me. <laughs> but from very far like, away. And it looks like he's going to shoot a taser. Okay? <laughs> what, it looks like, what it looks like to my real uh, description is like a lightsaber that was broken it, yeah. at the hilt. And then it still makes some... It still has a little bit of power It's very very sci-fi looking. I'll give you that. So the reason why I bring that up is because I was uh, using it on the old, on Scully and Smolder here. That's his bong, by the way, guys. His plastic bong that we were talking about earlier. (coughs) And um, the electricity um, hit the metal, which is attached to the water. Oh, no. And it shocked me. What are you doing to yourself? Why why can't you just have a normal lighter? Well, so it shocked me, and then I was like, okay, not using this on the bong anymore. And um, one time I forgot, and it shocked me again, and then I was just like, okay, from now on, I'm going to use just a regular-ass lighter if it's this bong, because electricity and metal and water do not mix. Well, Well, they do mix, but like... Not in a good way. You're like a cliche kid taking his toaster from the back. What are you doing? Oh my god. He died doing what he loved. Here lies Doug Culp. He died doing what he loved. Live streaming to five platforms at once while smoking out of Scully and Smolder. I don't know. Oh my gosh. X-Files? Yay? Nay? I, I know about it. Yeah, I'm but you haven't not... really seen it. Like when I was a kid, I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not anti. I just right. never really got super into it, and yeah. I apologize. It's just like with uh, when people ask me about Golden Girls. I have not seen a full episode. I just never got around to it. Mm-hmm. But I'll totally watch it. It's one of those shows that like 
mm-hmm. has me by. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say, like, shows that I'm... That sorry, I'm... sorry, Mitch. Who's <laughs> Mitch? Mitch Hurwitz. Oh, oh, right. He's totally listening. <laughs> um, well, I mean, just get ready, Doug, because after you have me on your podcast, top of the charts, baby. Yeah. Top of the charts. Yeah. Everyone's going to be like, what? This dynamic is amazing! And then, <laughs> boom, boom, work, 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 work. Wait, that's an actual song, right? Yeah, work, 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 Yeah, Rihanna. That's Rihanna's song. And my favorite part about that song is not that the song itself is the fact that there was a pig, that was a viral video of a pig dancing to that song. <laughs> and it's my favorite thing in the world. Look it up when I'm done. Okay. Just look up pig... <laughs> Rihanna work and when you spell work it's W E R K. Ah, gotcha. So the uh cuz work with an o is like boring work like yeah. on your job. Yeah, it's like I'm doing work at my job at my blah blah blah. But if you're working with an e, you're working it. Work like, it. You're, you're working that booty. Yep. You know. Yep. That style, that flavor, that edge, that Either. I'm I'm enjoying so much you trying to relate to Rihanna and like that culture right now. Um, it's a great work. It why not? It's a great attempt. Uh, oh, so what? Uh, what? Uh, what's your favorite part about doing comedy? It's my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's 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 like therapy. You know, you can go up there and you can work through shit that you're going through in your life yeah and um find common ground with people yeah i think i really enjoy the fact that uh sometimes i'll be going through something and i don't know if people can relate and then when you get that response yeah it's like you feel less alone yeah you're like oh cool other people have felt this too Mm -hmm. all right let's feel it together yeah and then especially when they laugh you're like yeah. <laughs> well, that's... That's, that's a, the spot. That's the moment. That's the moment. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, lo- I, I love that. I just like that shared connection. I think that's what we're all looking for. Mm-hmm. Yep. In life. A head change and a heart change. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, you're making it sound like I'm Tony Robbins. I'm not. Love him, hey, though. Hey, I've gotten a lot from comedy out of my life. Yeah. From just it being around, you know? It's yeah. a little escape. Yeah. A little escape here and there. And I think similarly, like, in the, in the same vein as, like, the connection, I also just love the community around it. I made just so many great friends yeah. through um, the comedy world. So um, it's, like, a really great supportive community, especially in L.A. I think that there's a really strong um, community of female comics in L.A., and we all kind of have each other's backs. Yeah. It's um, awesome. So I feel like I'm in a little bit in a, a mafia of female comics, but I don't mind it at all. You have your own Stonecutters Club. Stonecutters? Oh, this is a Simpsons oh. episode. You have your own... Uh, yeah, I, I, I hear Mas- Freemasons. The Freemasons. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I wish. The Freer Masons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 I mean, they have, like, all the skull stuff, too. Right? Yeah. All the Skull and Bones Society with Kennedy and, like, all those guys. Mm-hmm. And they made that movie with Joshua Jackson? 
Who was in Skulls? Do you remember when that movie came out? <laughs> I do remember the movie. I watched it and I loved it. Um, You're like, but I cannot remember who was in it. No, 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 Joshua Jackson. Oh, he was in it. Okay. Oh, I I didn't know what your question was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely Joshua Jackson. I mean, Dawson's Creek, hello. Who else was in that movie? Doesn't matter. (laughs) He's the only one that matters in that movie. Have you, speaking of Dawson's Creek, have you um, heard of James Vanderbeek's new show where he's Diplo? Like, he's pretending to be Diplo and so he's Diplo in this reality show where he just like acts like what would Diplo do I think that's actually what it's called (laughs) no that sounds absolutely amazing what a a train wreck wow I mean I can't even wrap my brain around that Uh, did you used to watch um, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 um, yeah I've seen a few episodes of it Uh, and uh, yeah Kristen Ritter I I've watched a lot of Jessica Jones, and I, uh, not to puff myself up, but a lot of people, uh, when Jessica Jones came out, were like, oh, is that you? You know? Like, and I still have people that give me a hard time about it. Like, when the action figure came out, one of my friends posted a picture, like, look, they made an action figure of Katie! And I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, on one hand, she is beautiful and talented and great, but also I'm like, you know... I'm me. It's not me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not Kristen Ritter. Um, I'm me, everyone. It's just, just a little me. Um, what was your question about the B in 23, Apartment 23, though? Oh, I just loved how he played himself in it, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, James Vanderbeek. Oh, well, he's just like, it's good that he can laugh at himself, you know? Yeah. You have to be able to. Because if we can't laugh at ourselves, then come on. Like, what? What? Come on. We all have to be able to laugh at ourselves. We all we all have shortcomings. We all have misgivings. We all have uh, Thanksgivings. We all... <laughs> wow. You're really, you're really reaching for it there. Thanksgiving. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? That was a good third one. Do you know? Um, I mean, it's like... Um, a little over a month yeah, away. Maybe a Friendsgiving, like last year. That sounds nice. Yeah. It's like a lot of board games, a lot of um, f- great food, and a lot of weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of weed. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys put weed in the food? Um, there's been, there's been a little of that, but mostly, um, it's like smoking. <laughs> yeah. Like one time, one time we we came back from um, from the friendsgiving, and we had these little containers with weed butter mm-hmm. as a gift for like happy Thanksgiving. Here you oh, go. Lovely. Yeah. Do you spread that on your toast in the morning? Oh yeah. What a great I, day you're gonna have. Oh, I put it on um, Ritz crackers. Like I got creative with it. My munchies on my Instagram. Hey guys, check out my munchie game on my. <laughs> Instagram. Is your game strong? Because it's pretty damn strong. Like, wow. every time I've made one, and, like, I'll put Keef on it, too, and I'm, like, put it in the toaster oven. Wow. And it's, like, well-crafted, and I'm, like, I would pay $5 for this. Ow! But you didn't have to, because you made it at your <laughs> house. Because I fucking made it myself, That's yeah. That's so great. That's so great. <laughs> That's another reason why I started Doug's Nugs, is because I was, like, I do want to open up a pot shop. Like... What a dream. You yeah. should. <laughs> Yeah, and in 2018, it'll be, like, 
legit legal to have a recreational pot shop and then it'd be Doug's Nugs and then I'd be like making edibles well, and like it's about to be 2018 I know what are you doing with your life I need some capital okay well <laughs> Doug, Doug just asked me that as if I was an investor you just looked at me like you were like well I need some capital here's my business plan show me the money like okay who do you think I am I just thought that would be so funny to, in that moment use the word capital. And it was, oh fuck. Oh, your reaction did it all. That was the best. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, I've thought about that too. I feel like, like weed is just, it's the wild, wild west and people are making so much money on it. Yeah. And, and it's, it's great. Like when it started happening in Colorado, I was like, oh, it, this is going down in the whole world, but. It's going to start at Colorado, slowly trickle, like, California. Colorado's yeah. nuts. There are more weed shops there than Starbucks. <laughs> like, it's crazy. <laughs> I, and I'm saying that, like, I went to Denver, I guess it was, like, a, a little over a year ago, and I was just amazed. <laughs> was there, I just imagine, like, a Candyland-level weed stores. Yes. <laughs> and every single one is like a different theme you know there's one that was like all hot pink and girly looking and then there's another one that's like more hippy dippy and rasta there's they got everything for everyone and actually what was fun is so i flew into denver this is her uh my friend's wedding she got married in beaver creek uh which is kind of up near aspen okay you've been you've been to colorado aspen that was my dumb and dumber reference um uh yeah but i've only driven through I've only really driven through. Driven through Colorado. Yeah, I haven't. In general. I haven't, like, visited. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I flew into Denver, and, uh, well, th- the first thing was that uh, it was a wedding, so, like, uh, me and one of the other bridesmaids, we coordinated to land at the same time, and someone else was going to pick us up. Our friends who picked us up gave us, um, they, they were like, oh, here, get in the backseat of, um, of our SUV. Here's bottled water. Here's an edible. Welcome to Denver. And I was like, this is like the best Uber ride of my life. Oh, man. Here's water, here's an edible. Holy shit. And I had like, it was like a caramel flavored stroop waffle, like Dutch waffle thing. So good. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we drive up to... Was it potent? Were you like... Um, well, I only ate half because I was trying to be, you know, we were going to go on some mountain roads. I didn't want to be too sick. Um, but it was pretty intense. And then on our way up, because I was like, I want to see one of the Colorado weed shops, you know, so we went in and what was really funny about this weed store was that, um, middle of nowhere in the mountains in Colorado and there's a Starbucks and a weed shop and a liquor store and that's it. (laughs) Oh, and a gas station. Uh, And the liquor store and the weed shop had a door that went in between. They're connected. Wow. So it's like you can get all your, like you can get your caffeine, your alcohol, and your weed all one-stop shopping. That is brilliant. I know. You know why, too? California, I was reading up, so when the law was coming about, I was like, I'm gonna read every fucking sentence and word in this law. So I wanna, you don't get arrested. Right. And like, I wanna know everything. And um, so one of the rules is if you're selling weed, you can't sell alcohol yeah, there too. That's the whole thing. That's <laughs> We're just like, fine, we'll just put it next door and give it a fucking door in the wall. 
Yep. That's genius. It is genius. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, but most And I don't even drink, but, like, I fucking fully respect that. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, most places, um, like, in Amsterdam, for example, uh, I went to, like, one of the cafes there. Oh, it's like a cafe. They call it a coffee coffee shop, shop. which is where you can get weed, and they can't sell alcohol, so when you go to a coffee shop, um, they just serve, like, smoothies and sandwiches and coffee, and and then there's a, a, you know, a bud tender that has, like, a menu with all the different stuff. Oh, yeah. What's the difference between, like, buying weed there and buying weed here? It's more fun over there. <laughs> it's so much more fun. Does it seem, like, a little shady? Not at all. No, oh. because it's, like, it's an experience. Like, here, it's, there's, like, all this security, and mm. you have to press a buzzer to go in, and then, like, you wait in a waiting room, and it's all very clinical, and they're making sure that everybody's, like, oh, you're very patient, and it's, like, Okay, this is bullshit. All of us are here because we want to get high. Like, yes, it does help you with your medical conditions, but I feel like they <laughs> overplay the medical aspect so that they can be legitimate. Because of the law of right. medicinal. Because it does have medicinal properties. And, like... It does. I agree that it's, like, it's not just straight-up medicine. They, they just make it very clinical but here, it, I guess, is what I meant. Yeah. And so then when, but when you're in Amsterdam, it's, like... They treat it as a relaxing recreational activity, which it is, and like something to be shared with friends. So you're not going in alone, getting buzzed in, whatever. It's an actual cafe. You go in. I'll blow it. I'll blow it this way. Oh yeah. Uh, sorry. He's uh, he's lighting up as we speak. Uh, so yeah, the one that I went to, I want to say it was called Dampkring, and it's a really famous one because uh, the cast of Ocean's um, Eleven smoked there. While they're shooting there, or maybe Ocean's Thirteen, one of the sequels. So they have like pictures of George Clooney and Brad Pitt on the walls, <laughs> smoking, just hanging. Yep. Out. that's awesome. But you go in there, and it's like the the lighting is very dim and like psychedelic. <coughs> like all the light bulbs are covered with red, and then there's like murals on the walls. There's um, what looks like a bar, but there's no alcohol there. It's just like someone who's making smoothies. Mm-hmm. And then at the back is a different. Thing that is not really a bar, but like a counter okay. where this bud tender is. And Wait, are there are there like is there weed in this movies? Do they do that? I don't know. I should ask that. <laughs> what a smart question that I didn't ask. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, well, yeah. So you go to the back, and then they have this the the menu, and the menu is like this big, like so many different strains of weed, you know. And the yeah. menu is all colorful and illustrated with cartoons. Yeah. And you tell them. What you want. You're like, okay, I feel like I want to party, or I want to mellow out, or this or that or the other. And they're like, okay, well, how about this? And they have you smell everything. But it's like everything's got, like, pink lights, and yeah. it's just fun. And then they... I've been to, I've been to some, like, yeah. some shops where I'm very impressed. Like, with the layout and, like, all but the have you been employees. to, like, a cafe there where you could smoke it when you were there? Mm. No, Okay. Okay, well, so basically, and then, like, you, you, there's um, seating, so you can go sit with your friends, and you eat, and mm-hmm. then they bring over, they'll bring over the stuff, and they'll give oh, you a Oh, there's bong. no cafe, there's no cafe, though. Yeah, they'll bring you a bong, yeah. or whatever, unless you have your own pipe with you, mm-hmm. and they'll set you up, and there you are. That's awesome. And it's just lovely, and you can have a nice little conversation with your friend, you, you smoke the weed they gave you, and then you might take the rest home. Yep. I think, I think there's a possibility of those sprouting up. Oh, like I heard about absolutely. A, I heard about like a weed bakery or something or cafe in Denver and I'm like, yeah, 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's actually, um, there's, have you been, there's a place in NoHo that's kind of like that here. Yeah. It's called the Wake and Bake Breakfast Club. Oh, I've not been there. And it's, um, it's a dispensary and a cafe. Okay. And so they're kind of trying to make it a into a both. hang. Yeah. yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Yep. And they have stand-up shows there. Nice. Actually, at Tema Louise Saul, shout out, she hosts a show there. Heyo, heyo. It's the, uh, something 420 comedy or something. That's cool. It's, uh, yeah. It was an interesting show to do, for sure. <laughs> uh, because it was, like, just to be telling jokes to people who are stoned, they have delayed reaction, you know? So your jokes aren't landing the right way. <laughs> people are laughing at weird times. You try and get that audience engaged when you ask someone a question, and they're like, huh? Uh, wait, could you say that again? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, That's cool, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wake and Bake Cafe. Perfect name, too. Yeah. You were joking when you said we went, we'd go on tangents, because I literally don't even remember how we started talking about this. <laughs> the weed, because we were talking about weed in Denver, mm-hmm. and then I was like, um... I heard that they're making a weed bakery. Or oh, because you were going to start a weed business. Right. Doug's Nugs. That's really great. You need to do it. <laughs> I want to. I need capital. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put that out to the universe. You know? Hey, get Doug's Nugs. I, I, what I wanna... do you have to offer? <coughs> you know, that's different, that's different from another person who's going to start a weed business. Well, I have all these records that I can play in the store with my record player or my turntable while so while the store's happening. Okay. You know? Get some get some music going, but like it's not just off of a stream or like off of a fucking shuffle on a listening service and I don't know what's coming next. It's like, no, I fucking planned this out. This is what we're listening to. A little of that. <laughs> a little of uh put Put my art like all over the walls. Uh-huh. I made this font. It's crazy. It's right there. Yes, you I've can seen see that it. before. <laughs> what do you call it? Face it font. Yeah, I remember you showing me that. And I think stoners would really like that <laughs> because it's really trippy, and even I think it's really weird. Um, and you know what else? Sh- shit, I've got a, an amp and a microphone. You can have open mics in there too. This sounds like paradise. Somebody throw some money at Doug so he can start Doug's Nugs. And then film it all. Fucking film it all and then put it on TV. And then that's... I'm already streaming all the time anyway. You could be a a reality show weed star. Why not? It could be like LA Inc. for a weed shop. And just call the show Doug's Nugs. Sure. Put it on any channel. (laughs) All right, you know what? I'm starting to think that this podcast is just a bunch of buzz marketing for your weed company, and I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know, guys. What's uh, what's your show? What's my show? Yeah. I don't have one. You're saying that what would be my, like, yeah. reality show? What? Yeah, what would it be? Oh, uh, I think at the moment it would be the house that I live in. Um, <laughs> I like to joke around that I live in a grown-up sorority house. It's me and four other women. Okay. We are all in comedy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's just, I mean, there's always something happening. There's, I mean, we all get along, let's be clear. We're not, like, yeah. playing with each other. But, uh, there's always, like, 
you know, someone either broke up with their boyfriend, they got a new boyfriend, or they're getting back together. There's people, like, uh, you know, filming stuff at our house, or there's a party, or, you know, we have a dog, we have a cat. Um, we've got, uh, you know, roommate disputes over dishes. And, uh, but you know what, what else is really fun about living with, with four other women is that, like, um, I never grew up with um, a sister that was close in age to me, you know? Yeah. And so um, getting to walk out of your room and say, hey, guys, who's home? How does this look? You know? And, like, getting outfit feedback. Okay. Sharing makeup. Or, like, if I make an order for some makeup online, like, I'll, uh, we have a group text, you know? So uh -huh. I'll, I'll say, hey, guys, I'm going to order something from Colourpop. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, and then we get in on the order, and then we all get free shipping. Okay, you know? yeah. So it's... Group rates. Group rates. Yep. Or we order some food. We'll watch, uh, you know, we'll watch Game of Thrones together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm maybe sounding, making this sound kind of boring. <laughs> no, it's like, know. cool. It's fun. Games? Board games and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just said that. I, 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 I said that, and I was and like... And shook her head at the same time. No. I think that we don't... I'm not anti-board game. We just don't play them. Um, we have done puzzles. We, we are a puzzle house. All right. All right. Um, I'm putting the pieces together. Such a good party joke. Uh, God, it's getting hot in here. We exchanged a, a look after I said that because I knew how bad it was. Come on, you guys. But Come on. You guys know. I love dad jokes, though. You know? Um, yeah, I'm getting hot in here. Yeah, it, is, it is getting stuffy. Fan? Oh, yeah. A little, little baby fan. Yeah. Doesn't do much, but I mean that's fine. That'll work for me. I'm just schwitzing a little bit. Yeah. Is that gonna be loud for the microphone though? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's like barely tracking it. Okay. I don't want to ruin your podcast because I'm schwitzing myself still. Totally, totally fine. Yeah. I also have the window open so it might circulate some of the air. Mm-hmm. Let's let's say, do your job, fan. Yeah. <laughs> circulate the air. Do you have other other questions for me? Um, yeah. So, what are what are some things that like you super nerd out about? Super nerd out. Because you can see like from my room that I. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, I can see. Um, since you guys can't see, I'll just tell you. There's uh, the well, I already said there's a the Return, Return of the, of the Jedi. Jedi, but then there's other posters, Star Wars posters. There's a uh, King Kong. Axe Cop. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's Tron. That's from Arrested Development, and that's from Simpsons. Sure. So there's everything. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I think I feel a little bit inadequate because I don't... I'm not big on the geek culture and nerd culture stuff. I'm not anti. I've just never gotten big onto, like, any of those properties. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would say, as far as TV shows go, my favorites would be Breaking Bad. Yes. Um... By Better way, Call Saul? Have you watched that? Some music, do you? It's the Ice Cream Man. Oh, okay. um, Sorry, I was at just... At 7.30 at night, and it's like, what? It's not even hot out. There's an Ice Cream Man at your, your street at 7.30 at night? It says 7.30. That's so weird. Okay, cool. Well, just podcast listeners, in case you hear, like, a faint, unidentifiable song in the background, it's not That's anybody's... the creepy-ass Ice Cream Man who comes at 7.30 at night. Like, what the fuck? You'll be here in December, too. Like, So weird. Okay, so, back to TV shows. Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, yeah, for sure. Uh, 
I love House of Cards. Okay. Love that show. I haven't seen it yet. Um, oh, wait, I'm trying to think. What's the one that's on Lifetime that's about the um, Witches? reality show? No, it's it's about it's about The Bachelor, but it's not the... Oh, Unreal. Okay. Have you seen Unreal? I haven't seen it yet. It's so good. Yeah. Um, basically... All the behind the scenes of a reality show, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, actually, I just remember. The thing that I nerd out the most about is The Bachelor. Okay. And Bachelorette right. and Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. And... Wait. Bachelor in Paradise or Bachelorette in Paradise? You clearly are not a fan. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. <laughs> so there's The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. You know okay. what those shows are. Right. Bachelor in Paradise is basically that they take a bunch of people who were on the show who didn't win, and they send them all to Mexico, and they get drunk, Another and they try. have sex. <laughs> and there's no real rules, and it's not like... It's not the same as the regular one, where there's 25 contestants and, like, one person. There's just a bunch of people getting drunk down in Mexico. And, uh... They're like... They're like, this is the show where we're going to see if he gets a bride. This is the show where we're going to see if she gets a husband. And this is the show, for all the people who didn't make it, where they're all going to fuck. Yeah, basically. Basically, it's like, we're just here to fuck. But that's what I love about the show. Is it's like, nobody gives a fuck. Like, um, people's occupations. Are like, people... Because I feel like on the regular Bachelor mm. Bachelorette, people are trying to... It's like they're in a beauty pageant where they're trying to yeah. get the right answers and Just, do, do the and right thing. Be their Bachelor- best, like put their best like self forward. Yeah, and, like, but Bachelor in Paradise, it's like the job description <laughs> on the lower thirds is like tickle monster or uh, scallop fingers or. There are girls on the show that are twins, and literally their occupation just says twin. <laughs> so. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, I actually do... I do recaps of all of those on my YouTube. Uh, that's how serious I am about it. Uh, so, Sounds awesome. Yeah, that is probably the thing that I nerd out the most about, and it's embarrassing because I feel like it makes me seem even more basic than I already am. No, so many people watch those shows, and there's, like, real drama. There's real human there drama is. between the contestants. And, like, I watched um, a little bit of <laughs> Burning Love. Yes, Burning Love is great, too. So, okay, um, Unreal is very similar to Burning Love. Okay. It's, like, the same kind of thing where it's a scripted show about a reality show, and it's, And is, yeah. it's a dating show in Unreal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I would say Unreal is more of a drama. Yeah. Like, there are people dying. Unreal is, like, the Studio 60 to... Burning Love. Right. Yeah. Burning Love, yeah. I love Burning Love, yeah. It's yeah. great. Um, I need to watch more of it. I haven't seen all of it. I, ha- I need to catch up on the new season of Wet Hot. Yeah. You know what else is great? If you, if anybody out there likes spoofs of The Bachelor or spoofs of dating shows, um, I uh, there's a, a girl uh, Molly Hockey. Uh-huh. Do you know her? She's a comedian uh-huh. in L.A. She for a few years in a row now has done a thing where she edits herself into the show. So like while the show is happening, <laughs> she'll take footage from the episodes from the night before, and she will film herself as like a contestant and. She does such a good job with it that people think it's real. And it's fucking hysterical. Wait, so she makes it seem like she was at the show telling jokes. No, 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 no. She makes it seem like, okay, for example, the first time she did it, she uh, Nick was the bachelor, and then there were all these women that were vying for his attention. She <laughs> pretended she was one of the contestants. And she was like, well, I just don't know why he hasn't asked me on a date yet. You know? 
There goes that ice cream truck again. There goes the murder truck. Get out of here, murder truck. Um, yeah, anyway, I, uh, she's really funny. Uh, and so this past season when it was The Bachelorette and it was men okay. competing, she yeah. like dressed up as a dude and <laughs> pretended to be one of the dudes on Rachel's season. And it was, it was gold. It's cool. Um, what do you call your show on YouTube when you review it? Um, the first time I did it, I called it Basic Bitch Bachelor Recaps. <laughs> um, the second time around that I did it, I just was like, this is a recap. I'm not going to brand it mm-hmm. because I feel like. Most of the people who watch Bachelor Recaps, they want to feel like it's, like, their buddy reviewing this show. They don't mm-hmm. want to feel like it's overly produced yeah. or that it has a title to it. Yep. So I stopped that. But I I did originally title it The Basic Batch- <laughs> Bitch Bachelor Recap because, yeah. <laughs> um. how, long, how long are they? Like a half hour? They hour? Could, they could be. That, that's the thing. I actually thought about starting a Bachelor podcast, but then I was like, there's so many of them. You I don't know if you your, know that. You, there's probably like five or six I or listened something. to a few, but yeah. There's there's a lot out there, and I'm like, I don't want to oversaturate the market with something that's already out there and people yeah. are already doing well. When, uh, when Rick and Morty came out, I was like, oh, I could do a Rick and Morty podcast, and then I checked, and there was already like five of them, and I was like, ah. I mean, that's not a reason not to do something, you know? <laughs> I think that, uh, obviously, we're both comedians, there are a lot of other comedians, and yeah. we're still, still doing it. It's true. Uh, but... I've been practicing the voices a little bit, too. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. And? Pretty fun. <laughs> he doesn't want to do the voices for you. Guys. He doesn't think he's good. Fine, I'll do the voices. All right, this is Rick. Hello. Whatever the a fucking podcast is, I don't even want to be here. I just took my portal because it was easy. <laughs> yeah, whatever, Rick. Just calm down, okay? Just, it's a podcast. Lighten up, man. Shut up, Morty. <laughs> That was pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, my bachelor recaps are generally around between eight to ten minutes. Okay. Um, but if it's like a premiere episode, it could go longer. Like I had one that was twenty-two minutes long, and that's me editing it. Okay, guys. I put a lot of effort. Done into from the- how long? really long I don't know I, mean, I put a lot of effort in this show I, so I like have a whole setup in my garage I have a ring light I got like a real camera yeah. I edit it down I put pictures I got like you know I care about this shit sounds legit I have a lot of opinions <laughs> you know totally, like, you could totally have a bachelor podcast how many seasons have there been like 20 something seasons of the bachelor <laughs> and then the bachelorette I think was a uh, 13 seasons uh, Bachelor in Paradise, they just had their fourth season. You could just you just gotta come up with the right title. You gotta find out what titles are out there and then you the come basic up... bitch bachelor podcast. <laughs> That's probably what it would be. <laughs> I mean, you know. B B B P. Exactly. <laughs> I mean I can see t shirts with that on it. Whatever. But yeah, I mean the other thing is I think because uh the Bachelor is cyclical and it's not on all year. So I would only be mm. able to do that podcast while it's on. I guess I could do it. For past seasons, too. That's true. We could just rewatch past seasons. Yeah. Because that's... I just, it's I all just, there. I just love watching these trash people. <laughs> I just love it. And if I'm being totally honest, um, there was a moment in my life where I wanted to be on The Bachelor. Did you try out? I was 
this close to trying out last Ooh. summer, and then I met my boyfriend, and then I was like, fuck. <laughs> Why did I have to fall in love? You know? Yeah. It comes when you're not expecting it. It's just upsetting a little bit. Like, I, <laughs> I, I love my boyfriend so much, but, like, it would have been cool if we had met, like, six months later, and I could have just done the show. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna take a sabbatical. It's gonna be about no, no, six no, months. no, like not a sabbatical. No, it, like I had, like it, there would be no, 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 no harm, no foul. Like I wouldn't have even met him yet, <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Just so that I could just have that experience. But it's I was okay. extrapolating a fake world where you're announcing that. that you're going to go to the bachelor. People do that. People have boyfriends and girlfriends, and they break up with them to go on the show, and then they get back together. What? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, like, uh, as that's another see, part of the podcast. I could literally talk B-B-B-B-B. about the Bachelor and the Bachelor forever. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe I do need to start one. I don't know, but I, I have too many other things going on. I'm trying to get a short film off the ground. I'm hosting a comedy show. It's just you know, it's enough. I'm, yeah. I, I gotta do. I gotta do me weekly. I'm Beyonce right now. Okay. So weekly, right? Weekly comedy show. I have a weekly comedy show that we. It's, it's a variety tough. show. I produce and host. So we have eight to ten new acts every week. Yep. So, yeah, the scramble, it's uh, it's amazing and fun. but yeah, Also, it's, a, it's a scramble to get a show like that together. Womp womp. <laughs> what a guy. It's um, just a fact. It's just a fact. Have you ever done crowdfunding before? Um, I did Patreon once, and I fucking overpromised because I promised songs. I should not have promised songs. Wait, original so you, you songs. You mean like when people were going to give to your Patreon that you were going to write them an original song? Mm-hmm. Whoa, that's okay. Because I write music, like I write yeah. with piano and guitar, and like I have been for years. But, um, you know, music is a thing where it's like when the inspiration hits, it hits, and when it doesn't, you don't want to like just write a shitty song just to write a song. Right. And so I fell short, way short on that. But people contributed. And helped, and, like, helped me pay my rent and stuff, and, like, that That's was amazing. dope. Okay. So, you know, maybe just don't overpromise it. You know you should have done instead? You should have had, like, a song template, right? Like, one song that was for all the, all of the, um, donors. People who donated. And, and then, then you have, you. Put their names into it. Insert one small verse about them within this song that already has a melody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something something other than what I did. Like, I can still write those songs because the contributions are still out there and I can check it out and I can go back and still write you them. You should. And I, I want to. I, I will. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think about it because um, <laughs> I'm about to start a Seed and Spark campaign. A what? A, a seed and Spark. Do you know what that is? Seed and Spark. Uh, is that like Seed Invest and like... Um... <laughs> It's like Indiegogo or Kickstarter. Okay, it's like yeah. another one of those. But yeah. it's for filmmakers specifically. Okay. Um, and uh, Me, I've heard of it. Yeah. So the short film that I'm going to make, it's called We'll Never Make It. Um, the film. The film, yeah. <laughs> it's basically like... But I mean, the oh, title I is know. about the film. <laughs> After thinking of the title and dealing with it, it, it is a little bit weird because I say it and then I'm like, oh, it sounds like I'm never going to make this film. But I promise all of you... If you donate to this campaign, I'm going to make this film. Um, that's really funny. No, it's because it's about a road trip. So basically, it's it's a real, true story of me getting stuck on the side of the road with my crazy Jewish grandma and my autistic brother on the way to a wedding. 
Okay. Um, and so, thus, we'll never make it. They're not sure if they're going to make it to the wedding. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we already did casting, did everything, and put it together. And uh, the campaign's going to launch in a few weeks. I'm praying in mid- mid-October. Yeah. And then uh, go for a month. And then we're going to make the fucking movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, I cast an actor who actually is on the spectrum uh, to play my brother. All right. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, and we're donating... 20% of the proceeds uh, to charity. That's great. Um, so we're giving to like to charities for adults with disabilities. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, apologies, listeners, if that sounded like I'm plugging too hard. It's just the thing that I've been doing 24 hours a day for the last <laughs> few months. So <laughs> it's on my brain. That and The Bachelor. Um, <laughs> you know, so... I, we'll I'm, never make it. I, and The Bachelor. Well, I'm... I'm into trash people and trash things, and then I'm also into, you know, making short films that benefit charity. So I feel like it balances out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not a total, total garbage person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was a cool thing. What's a cool thing? That you were like, I'm going to take some of the proceeds and give it to a cause. Yeah, yeah, well, I... I don't know. Because it's also something that's, like, super personal to you. Yes. I've always wanted to, like make films um that could have a character that has autism and show it in a different light because i think a lot of people have misconceptions about um people that are on the spectrum or what autism is yes even in the comedy world it kills me when people make jokes about asperger's or autism and they don't know what they're talking about yeah you know like it just gives me the rage so um i feel like if you can show um, autism in more human light and just be like look this is a person just like you and me yeah they have um all the same wants and needs and fears and hopes and dreams i mean it's yeah they just like tend to maybe not look you in their eyes sometimes right like, that's yeah i yeah. mean it's just like there's a little bit like with my brother he's high functioning uh but you know when you meet him you can tell he's a little bit different but um you know, he's really smart. I mean, he's memorizes, um, the Thomas guy. Do you know what that is? <laughs> yeah. It's the roadmap to California. So he gets the new one every year. He knows all the roads. Wow. Um, he knows the perpetual calendar. So he can tell you like, um, if there's a date in the past or the future, like if you tell him the day you were born, he can tell you what day of the week that was. What? I have looked this up because someone asked me before. Sure. So you could ask him and he would tell you and you would know. I would, ooh, yeah. But you could even Google it if you didn't know. You know what I mean? But he doesn't yeah. Google it. He just uses his brain. That's awesome. Um, but he's really smart, very sweet. But you know, when he meets new people or he's in social situations, it's hard for him. And uh, it's hard for him to communicate. And I don't know. I just, um, I want to help people understand it better. And um, it, just in my lifetime, the amount of, uh, diagnosis for autism has gone up. Because I remember when I was a kid, it was 1 in 200. Uh-huh. Now it's 1 in 68 Whoa. children in the U.S. that are diagnosed with some form of autism. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because we're more aware of it or because there's something that's actually happening genetically to the population. It's yeah. hard to say. Yeah. But if there's that many people out there that are dealing with this, like we should know what it actually is and not just be like, oh, he's got autism he's just like dumb like that's not that's not it at all yeah so it's a lot it's a lot deeper (laughs) it's just yeah i mean i don't know i think it's good to understand people who are different from you um and you dive into that a little bit in the short film yeah well basically i mean the whole short film isn't about 
him. Yeah. You know, it's about, it's about this the family and, the, and this and dynamic. Yeah. It's kind of like Little Miss Sunshine, you know, because there's just like yeah. all these different family members that are stuck in a car together, don't necessarily like they love each other, but they don't. What like kind of each car other. was it? Um, it was a Jetta. <laughs> all right. In the film, I don't think we're using a Jetta because I don't have a Jetta anymore and whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a Jetta. It, it broke down on the side of the 405. Uh, I, think I the, had a Jetta, too. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Did it die on you? No, I sold it. I, I sold it for the car that I had that was, like, newer and worked, like, I was pretty sure it was just going to work a little better for a little longer, and mm. and it did, but then, you know, I died like most cars do, and I got another one. There you go. Yeah. Used. Always used. Really? Mm-hmm. See, I've only gotten new ones, and I feel like I'm getting ripped off. <laughs> so maybe I'm gonna go your route next time I get a new car. My my car's been going since 1998. What? What mm. kind of car do you have? BMW 328i. Okay. Checks out. <laughs> I've got yeah. So I had a Jetta and then now I have a Honda Insight, which is like a hybrid. Yeah. Um, so I get amazing gas mileage. I get like 38 miles a gallon. It's good. Um, it's gonna be dope when. Um, do you think? Do you think that with like all the stuff that Elon Musk is doing with like a rocket you heard the newest announcement right no please tell me travel to anywhere on earth in an hour because of a rocket mm-hmm. and how does that work it's going to be like commercial travel where it'll take i think it's going to take you maybe out of the atmosphere and then like just drop you Ooh, so you're going to go into space for a hot second mm-hmm. and then go wow so there may be a zero-G moment. Maybe they'll fix it so that people just won't even have to worry about that. But, how, but why? I feel like the zero-G people pay for that. People want that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Maybe there's, like, separate flights that are like, these have zero-G and these do not. This, and is, like... this is for the thrill-seekers. <laughs> you know? Uh... But so with, do you think with, like, with the accessibility of travel, like, that is crazy like that's crazy to say but how cool i could yeah and it's so awesome to be like i could get from here to australia in an hour i've always wanted to go to australia i could get there in an hour dope maybe maybe he'll make it like cheaper too because he's she's he's trying to save the world a little bit is it he has teslas aren't cheap the newest one is like 30 or like 25 or something yeah. Okay. Cause, That's more Because when it first came out, it That's was what I'm like... when it first came out. Yeah, when it first came out, it was like, the Roadster so like, is uh, was 100000 and then the next one that came out was like seventy or 50000 So they've been coming down. And then, yeah, the, the newest one starts at like three or 30000 I think, maybe. I can't believe that. I didn't realize they were getting that mm-hmm. much more affordable. Yeah. Well, and they have the autopilot, too, where it can just drive for you. Well, yeah. Like you the self-driving to... cars, that's what really freaks me out. That's crazy, right? I don't right? know how I feel about it. I listened to an entire, um, I think it was a radio lab or an NPR story on it the other day. Yeah. And they were talking about the ethics of self-driving cars, of like... Um, of the, what the car like, will think is ethical? Yeah. So, for example, if you are driving in your car, and there are five school children crossing the road, mm-hmm. and you need to veer to avoid them, but if you do that, you're going to kill your passenger. It's like, what do you do? You know? Yeah. And the car has to make that decision for you. Yeah. And so you're like... <laughs> so then it's like the car has to decide whose life is more valuable. You know, like... That's because crazy. Because that is an issue, they should tackle the issue of... Being able to fucking stop on a dime no matter what. 
Like, I remember, I remember... Okay, but there are accidents no matter what. Like, there's gonna be, you know... But if it's but if it's auto driving and auto stopping and stuff, it should be able to. But th- there's inertia, like there's laws of physics that are going to prevent you from being able to stop. I've got something for the inertia argument. A long time ago, this was like maybe ten, fifteen years ago. There was um, these roads being made out of rubber mixed with cement, and because there was rubber on rubber for the tires when they tested it out like 60 miles an hour when they stopped it was like fucking instant and i'm like hearing about this and i'm like this is crazy how how, how fast were they going like 60 all right i don't know i don't buy <laughs> but it. also but also like self-driving if you're going in like school children or whatever it's gonna be residential you'll be going like 30 whole like 40 max maybe we could get the stopping time better Cars are so I don't know. old at this point. Like, all the stuff that's in there, it's like, we got axles, we got wheels. But how do you feel about self-driving? <laughs> and it all do runs on like oil. You, do you feel like you would miss <laughs> driving yourself? Yeah, sometimes. But, like, I think that there could be a version of a car that would have that option, where you're just like, sometimes... And also, I do like driving stick shift. Oh, see, I never learned how to drive stick. I feel like that would be very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... I do like the freedom of being able to drive, and I don't know if I would trust the machine, you know? Which is dumb, because it's like, I go, I've been on subways and planes and other things that are not operated by me. Yeah. But there's something that's different about a car. It's because, like, you ever go into cruise control, and then you go, whoa. Like, there's just that little little moment of, whoa, because the pedal gets taken over, and it's not you anymore, and then you're like... Uh, so the car is doing all the driving? Why are you pushing down on the pedal so hard right now? The RPMs are not where they should be. Listen, I'm going to take it from here, car. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because, yeah, if it's auto driving, and they're also making um, big rig trucks that auto drive. Yeah, I mean, all the truckers are going to lose their jobs. That's crazy. Like, what's going to... Did you see that new South Park with the Alexas and the OK Googs? <laughs> no. They, they, they made all of everyone's devices all over the country. Whoever watched the episode with the volume up, go off. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> so like, so they'd be like, oh, like the kids are all standing around and they're laughing, and I already know why they're laughing because I heard about the story about the episode before I watched it, and then it goes in, and then it's just like, hey Alexa. <laughs> Add add um add sweaty scrotums to my shopping list. Ah. I feel like I feel like they're not the first show to do that. I mean, I've had podcasts where people do that just to fuck with you. Where they're like, "Hey Alexa, okay Google." Oh, it didn't respond. It didn't. Wait, you my, have one. Mine here? would have been Google. Yeah. Okay. Well, should, should I should say okay Google? Yeah, try it. Okay Google. No. Nope. Listen to me. Was well, it because it's not it's not you? Does it have to sound like you? Maybe. Okay, Google. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, first of all, for giving me such a low voice. Well, your voice uh, is lower than mine, so I was just trying to compensate for that. <laughs> You're like, lowest register in the world. Doing it. Okay, Google. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Well, this has been awesome. What a ride. Right? What a, what a journey. Right? We've been on today. <laughs> Goodness. Who knew? Who knew that we could have gone on a tangent for like fifteen minutes about the Bachelor? 
It I could knew be, that. It could be longer, and I'm happy that it was, if it was. Because that was, I didn't even know. Is that the first time someone's talked about The Bachelor on your podcast? Uh, it might have come up, like, briefly before, okay. but never in this much detail, and it was entertaining. It was entertaining for me. I hope it was entertaining for you guys. And Mitch Hurwitz, if you're still listening, um, I'm still sorry I haven't seen The Golden Girls, <laughs> but I will watch it. Yes. It's one of those shows where you're like, I'll get to it. It's on my it's list. It's so good. You need to watch it. Have you seen Big Mouth? Not yet. Netflix I, recommended it to me. Four so. episodes in, and it's... It has a lot of heart. Good. And, like, a lot of, like, just... You can you can tell that all these comedians had a voice in playing their characters. It's so good. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. Watch sure. Big Mouth on Netflix. <laughs> Wow. More buzz marketing from Doug. Doug's Nugs. Yeah, Doug's Nugs. Seriously. I need capital. Are we... Are uh, we are, I feel like your tone of voice means that you're wrapping it up. Is that what's happening? When it's like a wind down. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, firstly... Firstedly. Before, be, firstedly, before all of the winded downedness, um, plug all your stuff. Like, you plugged the short film a little bit, but, like, where sure. can people... Where can people find that? Yeah. Um, so, the short film, We'll Never Make It, which I am going to make <laughs> the film. It's <laughs> the title of the film. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, on WNMI Film. Okay. So, just, like, the initials of the thing, film. Yeah. Um, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram as Katie Dahl. D-O-L-L-E. Yes, K-A-T-Y-D-O-L-L-E. Uh, the E is silent, guys, and it's not a stage name. It's my real freaking name. Look it up. Um, <laughs> my Instagram's pretty lit. I'm not going to brag, but I have a lot of great dog photos. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a dog person, yep. you should be following me, mm-hmm. and I'll follow you back. Yep. Um, I might even follow you back for my dog's account. <laughs> She's at the Coco Muffin, in case you want to follow my dog. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to, but if you do and you message me and you're like, hey, I found out about your dog's account from Doug's Doug's podcast, podcast. like that would be fucking amazing. That would be so awesome. (laughs) Her name's Coconut and she's just a little, little, uh, what, her terrier mix. (laughs) She really enjoys designer dog food and, um, walks on the beach. Uh, but yeah, that's all. That's all my shit that I got going. On. Oh, and the scramble, which is um, scramble comedy. We're at uh, weekly on Sundays at the Pack Theater every Sunday at twelve o'clock, and we're on everything. Just if you just search scramble comedy, you can find our show. If you're if you're a comedian and you're either in LA or coming to LA, please submit to our show. We'd love we'd love to have you. Yeah, cool. Well, this has been you and me and thoughts and talk with Doug Culp and Katie Doll. All right, later. Bye.